Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 27th of January. The US Federal Reserve statement was not terribly exciting. There was a clear signal of a marked rate increase, which is what was expected. There was a signal that the Fed will start to reduce its bond holdings, presumably with a passive tightening of policy, in the second half of this year, perhaps a little later than some had expected. This timetable will allow the Federal Reserve to take credit where credit is not due. By raising rates in March, the Fed will be able to smugly declare that its policy is working when there's a sudden drop in the headline inflation rate in the second quarter of the year. Of course, a 0.25% increase in interest rates in March will have no impact on inflation at all, certainly not within a couple of months, but spin is everything these days. The press conference of Federal Reserve Chair Powell has been branded as hawkish. This was mainly because Fed Chair Powell was suitably vague on everything beyond March, not ruling out more rate increases, not ruling out bigger rate increases. Refusing to rule things out means that they are possible, and as investors wanted to see the Fed as being hawkish possible can easily become probable in the market mindset. However, taking a step back, what does the Fed actually appear to be saying? Probably the best conclusion is that the Fed will raise rates modestly while the inflation problem is transitory and when raising interest rates has almost no effect on inflation anyway. Uh, Roughly two-thirds of the excess inflation in the States at the moment is due to fuel prices and to used car prices. Realistically, nothing the Fed does will influence fuel prices and used car prices, and they'll fall anyway in the coming months. However, if new sources of inflation come in, and these new inflation drivers are areas where Fed policy can have an influence, then the Fed may tighten policy more to deal with those new inflation drivers. In other words, it's less about the level of inflation and more about the drivers of inflation. If the structure of inflation stays the same as it is today, the Fed seems unlikely to be especially aggressive. If the structure of inflation shifts and new inflation drivers emerge, then the Fed will be more aggressive in tightening policy. We have US fourth quarter GDP data today. This number will be revised many, many times, and it's really little more than a randomised guess of what's going on amidst the chaos of structural change in the economy. The number is not going to show much of an impact from the Omicron variant. That will appear hinted at in the initial jobless claims data, which is also published today. However, the fourth quarter is when lower-income households in the States will have used up the pandemic savings and stimulus checks that fueled earlier demand. Overall, consumer spending should have picked up as the fear of the Delta variant faded, but the extent of the strength is going to be something to monitor. The loss of the savings cushion, combined with Omicron-related job losses, which are also likely to focus on lower-income households, may generate some more softness in demand in the January data releases when we get them. 
The rest of the data calendar is largely cluttered with surveys, which are not necessarily terribly helpful. The German consumer confidence data was a little better than expected, basically holding steady, but such small moves in the data cannot really be interpreted in any way. With caution, the UK's CBI retail surveys for January might be worth looking at. The UK consumer cut back on some forms of spending in December in order to save Christmas. There is some expectation that money not spent in December will simply be transferred to being spent in January and February when the cult of Christmas no longer has consumers in its grip and fear of the Omicron variant was lower. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.